welcome back to the No Notes Podcast. My name's JD. My name's Morgan. And this week we are joined by a very special guest. Please introduce yourself, special guest. I'm Asher Neal, known as the Buff Nerd, uh, from my YouTube channel, The Official Nerdy Channel, and I have a podcast, The Official Nerdy Podcast. That's right. He is the most officially nerdy guy that I know. He's also (laughs) pretty buff. Uh, And today we're going to be talking about what it means to be a nerd, specifically with relation to movies. And I think we have a super qualified guest to do that. (laughs) So, you know, being a, a nerd, that's a term that we hear a lot in culture. But when I say the word nerd, what does that mean? What do you guys think that word means? Uh, for me, a nerd, I kind of consider it as equivalent with an expert. It's someone who knows a lot about a particular subject or many um, subjects because they really care about those subjects. And so they devote the time and the resources to become nerdier about those subjects. Yeah. Okay. Morgan? Yeah. I think like caring for it, being passionate about something like more passionate than you should be about something puts you into the category of like, oh, that person is nerdy about this thing because they act way more excited than the average person who enjoys this thing acts. Yeah, I I agree. I think when I think of nerd, I think knowledge. Um, You know, how much do you know? How much can you, you know, how much expertise can you have? I think expert's a really good word. but also, I think you can't lose the passion for it because you can be an expert on something, but if you know a lot about, like I you know, have learned about painting through my job as a painter, but I'm not a painting nerd by any means. Yeah. Um, not that I know a lot either. I'm still, I've still got a whole lot to learn, but, uh, you know, I, but there are other things that I am maybe a nerd about, which is uh, things that I might know more about because I love them a lot and I put a lot of care and time into researching them. Mm. Yeah, I think in culture, a lot of people think of nerds as like dorks and geeks. Um, And so kind of the point of like my YouTube channel, my website, my podcast is kind of to dispel that notion that everyone um, who is a nerd is a like a dork or a geek because (laughs) I kind of think that everyone is being nerdy about something. And so the like classic culture cultural representation of nerds as always just like on the computers and just nerdy about like some random like video game or some random movie while we can be nerdy about literally anything like you said you can be nerdy about painting if you love painting and you know a lot about it you can be nerdy about anything so in that case i kind of consider everyone to be a nerd about something yeah yeah it's like the the jokes you always see online where uh like people who love sports making fun of us for dressing up and going to watch a movie but then you know like they all have their jerseys that they paid hundreds of dollars for and they go and they camp out before the game Mm -hmm. and they know everyone's name it's the same exact thing it's just a different topic you're right yeah so where do you think the idea that like nerd or dork or geek are synonyms comes from i mean i think it probably has to do with the etymology of the word, but since this is the No Notes podcast, I don't necessarily have notes on that. Um, <laughs> but um, but I mean, I think because the the term nerd first referred to people who kind of maybe um were less like social socially active because a lot of times they're kind of secluded in the in their nerdiness. But I feel like now we're able to have communities of nerds um and like nerds who are nerdy about similar things are able to interact together and so that is um 
hopefully dispelling the notion that nerds are socially awkward or <laughs> nerds always just sitting by themselves alone. Um, especially like with the official nerdy website or here with the No Notes podcast, like it's people getting together and being nerdy together. So, yeah. so according to Online Etymology Dictionary, <laughs> the word nerd, a noun, come originated in 1951. It's U.S. student slang, probably an alteration of slang "nerd" for stupid or crazy person. Oh. Um, but then the word also turns up in the Dr. Seuss book "If I Ran the Zoo." Which may have contributed to its rise. So it's it's originally meant to you know be like a, a, a socially a social outcast maybe. Um, you know, because I feel like when I hear the word nerd, I'm thinking the Big Bang Theory and like those guys who are socially <laughs> yes. awkward and kind of you know odd to be around and and have a lot of knowledge about science but not a lot of social knowledge or social grace. And so I think dork geek those <laughs> words all kind of being tied together. You know, that describes more a type of person in a kind of a derogatory way, too. Yeah. Um, and so this is a way to you know, take that back and be like, no, because nerd doesn't really mean stupid or crazy person. At least not now. <laughs> it's then I want it to come to me. And I think it has come to me and passionate expert. And, you know, people who are nerds, like, you can be a nerd about football. You're right. <laughs> yep. I, I think that might be something that I'm pretty nerdy about, honestly. <laughs> I'm a huge uh, football fan, especially NFL fan. And, you know, I have a jersey from my favorite team that was, like, $100, and I know, like, the entire roster, I know a lot of plays, like, I, I, you know, because it's something that I care a lot about, and so I think in that way I'm a nerd. I'm a fantasy football nerd as well, like, I spend a lot of time uh, researching and investing in fantasy football stats and in my team, uh, in addition to just being like a movie nerd, I, yeah. I know a, a lot about movies because I love <laughs> movies and I care a great deal about them and I care a great deal to know a lot about them, how they're made, uh, why they're made, analyzing the ideas presented, analyzing the craft, like editing and cinematography. Um, I also am a box office nerd. Like I love following how well movie, how well or poorly movies do at the box office. I think that's super interesting. And some of those are things that, you know, you might get beat up for in high school, you know, in quotes, but, you know, not all of them. What are some things you guys are, are nerdy about? Um, I don't think I'm nerdy about a lot of things, um, but definitely movies, obviously. Like, I work in film, I make films in my free time, and I talk about films in my free time, um, and I just love them. Like, I have so much little trinkets and posters and things for movies, um... And then my one other big thing is probably Pokemon. I play, this is the only game I've ever played and finished. Like I cannot do video games, but like I will sit and play a Pokemon game. I play it for one year and then the next one comes out and it's like basically the same game and I play it for another year. <laughs> nice. I've got all the cards, collect cards. I've seen all the shows and movies. And um, that's something that like is, does not benefit me in any way, but I just love knowing about it so much <laughs> yeah i mean for me i am nerdy about some movies especially some franchises like star wars lord of the rings uh to a degree the mcu um uh, stuff like that you know don knotts and tim conway i assume you all know yeah know who don knotts and tim conway are um i love them i've watched most of their movies um yeah. at least the ones they've done together so movies like that i'm nerdy about but also like martial arts i've been doing that for seven years I know a lot about that. Nice. Uh, working out, fitness in general, calisthenics, I do all of that. Um, so I would say I'm, I'm nerdy about those things for sure. Yeah. So we've talked a little bit about 
movies uh, and how you know we're all interested in them to some degree, which makes us qualified to talk about. And we'll you know we'll title this podcast what what is a nerdy movie and what makes a nerdy movie. And so, yeah, what what do you guys think a nerdy movie is as we talk about this? Talk about what what it means to be a nerd. What do you think? I would say there's a difference between a movie that's objectively nerdy and then a movie that you can be nerdy about because you could nerd out about any movie and like you could love any movie and become like very very knowledgeable in it and know all the minute details of that movie but some movies I feel like are just already nerdy um <laughs> just kind of like if you're a fan of that movie you have to be nerdy about it sort of idea I feel like, like what I feel like for example um I mean honestly I feel like most sci-fi movies or yeah. fantasy movies are just by default going to be kind of nerdier um, or just by by liking them and by understanding the different plot points and the different aspects just of those genres, um, because it's so kind of different from real life, it you have to know more to, to, to appreciate those movies. Yeah. Um, I think like really dense films like The Lord of the Rings and Star Wars, yeah. where it's like a lot of people like them, but it's so easy to become like nerdy and obsessed with it because there's so much behind it that it's really easy to learn everything that goes into it and all of the story that's not a part of the story and it brings you into that like nerd culture of like, oh, I know this and they know this, but not everyone knows this. And then you like get excited mm. about knowing it and that's what makes you like passionate and nerdy about. Yeah, the more the stories. more lore that is behind the movie, the more backstory there is, the more spin-offs there are, the more like things you can find out, the more information there is to learn the more you want to learn. And so it's a lot easier to be nerdy about a movie with a lot of lore, a lot of backstory, a lot of um, like sequels and prequels and spinoffs and all that mm -hmm. sort of stuff. Um, but also, I would say some even more standalone movies can just make you think a lot. And to a degree, that, that can be pretty nerdy. For example, like Inception. Mm. Um, Inception, I feel like, is a nerdy movie. Even though it's kind of just a standalone movie, it... Um, it makes you think a lot about like some very deep things, mm -hmm. and so in that way, like you can kind of obsess over that movie and be very nerdy about that movie. <laughs> yeah, I think you're right. I think lore um, was a great word to use. Movies that offer a lot of opportunities to invest in something, invest yeah. in something bigger than just the story of the movie, kind of create a culture around them. Why do you guys think that is, though? Like, why is it that, you know, Lord of the Rings or Star Wars have been able to develop these huge followings that, like, you know, that people become so nerdy about them so easily? I think it's, like, because there is so much, and like you said, the more there is, the easier it is to love, and you get to a point where you're like, oh, like, I love Star Wars. I know all of the, I don't know a lot about Star planets and whatever, <laughs> you can know about Star Wars, um... And you, like, run into somebody who also knows that. And, like, it's something that you love, but that you don't get to talk about often. And so, like, you know, you love talking about things that you love and with other people. So when you connect with... It's so easy to connect with somebody who knows, like, the basic level about it. Because then you can teach them. They can teach you. And it, like, becomes really exciting. And it's just, like, a really easy, basic level thing to connect on that everyone can understand so then when you get like an actual like culture going where you get like cons going and like what like 
yeah, basically just like cons where everyone can get together to appreciate one thing and they all get to come together and just go like all out and everyone understands what they're doing. It's like the one time that they're in that position where whatever they bring up, like someone is going to understand it and know what they're talking about. It's just like so affirming that it was it was worth it and it's fun and other people love it and uh yeah i think yeah inside jokes is part of it too because people love to like be able to make inside jokes with their friends and stuff and it makes you feel like included when you know the inside jokes and so with um with movies that developed like um a really like a fan following with like a bunch of people who are nerdy about that movie then you start to be able to have like inside jokes with each other start to be able to quote obscure parts of the movie that only people who are really nerdy about movie get and so that's why like i said you can be nerdy about any movie but i think some franchises and some movies just attract more of a nerd following than others yeah and you think that it's the movies that offer like the lore and the the greater context of the story that it you know but i guess i'm just curious you know is do you think there's anything more about those kind of movies that is so attractive yeah, because it starts off with a good movie, and so people love the first movie, and so the sequels are made, prequels are made, uh, people start writing fan fiction about it, because it all starts, though, with it has to be a good movie. If it's not a good movie, people aren't going to like it. And yeah. so that's even why, like, Star Wars, which has a massive nerd following, I love Star Wars, but people, because we're so nerdy about Star Wars, we see, like, why the sequel trilogy is so bad and like the newer disney star wars stuff is so bad and so like i said nerds are passionate right and so because we are nerdy about star wars and like for me personally i love star wars so much it makes me even like hate the sequels more and especially like the ninth one when they bring back palpatine like that should be a whole episode but yeah. <laughs> but like stuff like that and like for for lord of the rings for lord of the rings right it actually started as books that were wildly popular books because they're so good and really, they started the modern fantasy genre that was started by The Hobbit and Lord of the Rings. And so, since they're already po- wildly popular books, they made it made into movies, which are really good movies. Um, Peter Jackson did a great job. And so, because the books were already good, there's already a fan base. The fan base loved the movies and it kind of inspired a new generation also of younger people. And so, and so then, when they realized after watching the movies, oh, look, there's these books already. And oh, look, Tolkien devoted his entire life to creating an entire universe because Tolkien, in my opinion, is the greatest world world builder who ever lived. Because his world he he created is just as vast and complex as the Star Wars universe, which is ridiculously <laughs> complex um, yeah. and is always been added onto. But the thing with the Star Wars is that it's a bunch of different people who George Lucas started it, but it's a bunch of different people who keep adding on. Yeah. Versus with Lord of the Rings. It was all just Tolkien, his entire life, and um, and he's just a genius. So, also another episode we can do. But. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I feel like so much of it, you said expert at the beginning was a really good word for nerd. It's about like gaining this knowledge, and if you love something, you love learning about it, and you love gaining the knowledge from it, and then also sharing that knowledge with other people. So as things grow where you know it starts from a book and then it becomes a movie and then it becomes 10 movies and then it becomes a tv show and then it becomes fan fiction it's like the deeper you go the more you get to share with other people about something that you love because if it's something like really simple where you're like oh you know i really like 
The Office. You know, like it's just a TV show. You know, that's all. You know, it's just a mm-hmm. TV show. Um, and you share it with somebody, and you're like, oh, that's really great. And then you get all this like back and forth of like why they love it, and then just being really an expert in anything that comes after that and getting to share that with other people and letting other people share it with you is just so much fun. Yeah. I think you're right. I think, uh, <laughs> and Morgan, you brought up conventions. Um, yeah. That's one of the biggest pieces of nerd culture. Yeah. You know, the uh, the ability to do a convention where you can come dressed up, celebrating the thing that you love. And there are a billion, you know, conventions out there for all kinds of niche topics. Uh, but I think that community aspect of it yeah. draws a lot of people even more to these things. Um, but I guess one of the things that I'm, I'm most curious about is like why these things are so attractive. And then Asher, I think you hit on that really well when you talk about because they just start off really good. Yeah. Um, people would not, I think, be attracted to Star Wars where the first set like several movies not as good as they are because they're rooted in characters that people really love um they establish a world that is apart from our own but has you know elements that are relevant to our own that people can connect to you can appreciate the differences while also really relating to what makes them the same and i think for people who might be like more historical nerds uh you know to use that term in the the 1950s sense uh when you have these worlds that are are different from our own they offer such great escapism you know but also so much that you can relate to at the same time and i think that the ability to escape from our world while relating to it just through the lens of an incredible story like like tolkien's work and lord of the rings can draw people in who might have been more on the social outside in, you know, the fifties or sixties and then still draw people in who might be, you know, in, in, as our world has changed and things that are mm-hmm. socially acceptable to like have, have changed and grown. Now these stories, their relevance, you know, in the culture is enduring because their quality is still the same. Oh, yeah. And so what drew people in, you know, in the seventies before the Lord of the Rings were movies draws people in today because the Lord of the Rings movies tell that story so well. And then people go back and read the books and Mm -hmm. and discover how great they are. And it, it just perpetuates, you know, because you start with something that is good, uh, for, I've never really played Pokemon, but for for whatever, (laughs) like Pokemon is good. There is quality there. There is something that draws people in martial arts is, is good. There's something that draws people in You're you know, you're working your body. I was a martial artist for eight years uh it's there is like so much there that continues to draw people in uh football is is not only very entertaining but then there's also a community aspect to it there's the excitement of sports and so whatever you're nerdy about i think in some way has to stem from something that is objectively good something that draws you in and connects you that connects other people yeah, because you have to be passionate about it, so therefore you have to enjoy it. You're not going to be passionate about something that's bad or something that's just not enjoyable. Yeah. Um, but also, like like we've been talking about a lot about Star Wars, Lord of the Rings. I think the MCU has another big fan following too. Um, all these all these things though that are like massively followed or have huge nerdy followings in the culture and um, are very common to to be nerdy about versus like you mentioned with all these conventions there's also very niche um niche things that you can be nerdy about and so i feel like there's some movies that are lesser known or like standalone movies and stuff that 
have maybe a smaller following, but you can still be incredibly nerdy about them, even if there's less nerds, um, <laughs> less nerds who share who share that with you. So I feel like for for me, the movie UHF. If you've heard that movie, it stars Weird Al Yankovic. Okay, uh, it's so good. If you've not seen it, you need to see it. It's from like 1980, starring Weird Al. And it is so wild and crazy, and it's so quotable. And I think that's why I'm nerdy about it, because it's probably the movie more than any other movie <laughs> that I like recommend to my friends, and I talk about, and I reference, and I'm like, oh, this scene's so funny, you should watch this scene. Because any and every scene from that movie, you can just play with no context and enjoy. Um, and so, so like not a lot of people know about the movie UHF, but if you do, then oh yes, I love that movie, and you're super nerdy about it. So, yeah. I agree. I think uh, I'm so. I think that's a great kind of segue into the other thing we want to talk about, which is what are the movies that we are most nerdy about? You know, you gave UHF, Asher. What are some others that you feel like you're especially or particularly nerdy about? Uh, for me, I've already said Star Wars, Lord of the Rings, uh, UHF, Napoleon Dynamite is a good one. I, I just love that movie. Classic. Um, but um, I mean, besides that, I mean, Mission Impossible. I love all the Mission Impossibles. I, yes. Hot Tate, the new one's the best one, is Whoa. my opinion. You know what? I think you might be right. I haven't decided yet. <laughs> but the new, the new Mission Impossible. Oh, it's so good. Um, yeah, but um, but yeah, Mission Impossible is is another good one. I love. I mean, there, there's there's lots of movies I love, um, but I would say those are like kind of, kind of the ones that I'm most nerdy about. I know the most about would be, would be Star Wars, Lord of the Rings, UHF. And maybe, and maybe Mission Impossible, maybe like Captain America. Uh, he is my favorite superhero. I love Captain America. So maybe Captain America I'm also pretty nerdy about. But. Yeah. Morgan, what do you think? What are some of, you know, like, what are the movies, the more, maybe even more niche movies that you're the most nerdy about? Um, they don't have to be niche movies. Yeah, definitely Lord of the Rings, not niche at all. Um, but I think a really good one for me is the Twilight series. Mm. Because they're movies that I don't think, like, obviously are incredible. Like, Lord of the Rings is top three on my all-time list. Mm -hmm. And I'm really nerdy about them because I love them and there's a lot to know about them. And I've read all the books and I know a lot about them. But Twilight is something where it's like, I don't think the movies are 10 out of 10 incredible. But I know so much about them and I love them and I love learning more about them. I've read all the books, you know, like I'm so into all the like extended edition and the bonus scenes and the little jokes and the memes that come out of it. Like I love learning about the world of Twilight and all that it has to offer <laughs> without necessarily like thinking it's amazing. Um, so that's probably the one that movie-wise that I'm like the most nerdy about. Like I love knowing about it, but I don't necessarily like love the movie. Yeah, <laughs> that makes sense. How about that's you, fair. Joshua? Probably for me, Baby Driver would be the biggest one. Uh, it's the movie I probably seen the most. I think I've logged it the most on Letterboxd. It's a movie I quote the most. Um, I've watched it with like anytime if I have a friend who's over who's never seen it. I'm like we're watching Baby Driver. Uh, <laughs> I love everything about that movie from the style, the characters, um, the script, and the dialogue is so fun. Uh, I think Oh Brother Where Art Thou is another great one. Oh, yeah. I 
absolutely adore that movie. I also think it's one of the most quotable movies of all time. It's hilarious. I watch it every year, um, and I, I just enjoy exploring that story so much. Uh, it's an adapt, a loose adaptation of the Odyssey in like Depression era South, and it's got a killer soundtrack, amazing cast, uh, and it's just super fun. Um, a few others that I'd like to shout out: Heather's the Winona Ryder movie, uh, The Incredibles was like oh, my I love it, my is. very favorite movie as a child. Probably for the long, probably has been like my favorite number one movie for the longest period of my <laughs> of my life. Um, and then anything Wes Anderson, I would say I'm a I'm a big yeah. nerd about. Uh, Tropic Thunder, just shout out a couple <laughs> like the come. I'm looking through my letterbox list of my hundred favorite movies and thinking like, what are these movies that I just feel absurdly passionate about yeah I, I there's a ton of movies that i just love um but the thing is i feel like i have not devoted enough time to all of them to really consider myself nerdy or an expert on them yeah. so there's tons of movies i love and i'd love to to learn more about them but like i have a limited amount of time and energy <laughs> um and resources to to spend becoming nerdy about stuff yeah. and so that's why i've definitely devoted the most time to the lord of the rings the star wars but there's a bunch of other movies that I love and I would love to learn more about. For example, um, the Tigger movie. Like you said, Incredibles is your favorite childhood movie. For me, it's the Tigger movie. Um, so, so good. Yeah. Um, you can watch it on Disney+. Plus If you have not seen it, I highly encourage it. It's the only movie I've ever actually cried in. Wow. wow. Now, I've, I've seen some sad movies, but the Tigger movie is the only movie I've ever actually cried in. It's, wow. It's the truest emotion. That's um, wild. No, I love the Tigger movie so much. So, I, I'd say I'm, I'm pretty nerdy about that movie. Yeah, and it's like, I've, you know, there, as many movies as I love, like, The the Incredibles, Baby Driver, and A Brother of Art, that are probably the, the more niche ones that I just happen to know a lot about and can yeah. quote and give a lot of information. There are so many movies I wish I could be more nerdy about. Um, Jurassic Park would be the other, like, one yeah. that I'm super, like, I know a ton <laughs> about that movie. It's one of, it's maybe my all-time favorite movie. Uh, we have a Jurassic Park entire deep dive episode coming soon mm. uh so i won't say too much more hot that, take but. jurassic park just progressively got worse in all six through the jurassic world yeah oh. like jurassic park was the best one and jurassic world dominion was the worst one <laughs> yeah i think that's fair i think that's i i think i might agree with that um Man. the sequels are not not <laughs> but there's so many movies well, that i wish i could be nerdy about like like i love la la land i love uh, mad max you know like all these movies i wish i could devote more time to but but that's what's so great about like being nerdy about something is you have to devote time to it. Yeah. And you only have so much time in your day and yeah. that just kind of makes it more niche, which I think makes it more special when you find other people who also devote the same amount of time to something that you both love. And that's yeah. why it's such a deep instant connection. That's why like you can go to a convention and make friends with almost anyone there. And that is the appeal to it because you all have spent what precious time you have putting it into something that connects with you and therefore connects you with other people. And that's like the beauty behind like only being able to be truly nerdy about a few things is you find your people who also love those few things and connect mm -hmm. instantly with them. And it is like the best feeling in the world. It's why I love, um, uh what is the word for like um 
like merch like subtle merch mm, and uh, things like that where like a lot yeah. of my tattoos are like things that I love and I love talking about I've got a fight club tattoo because I'm very nerdy about fight club I have like the signed book and like multiple copies of the books and it's something that like you look at the tattoo you don't know it's fight club but like someone out there looks at the tattoo and they're like oh my gosh that's fight club and it's like instant yeah. sparks <laughs> of like wow we're gonna be best friends now yeah yeah, I think, um, so, I don't know if you guys are familiar with the YouTube channel Defunct Land. No. Uh, no. so he makes videos that are, he makes just some absurdly high quality stuff about defunct theme park attractions, mm. and I have a Defunct Land t-shirt that I've worn <laughs> out in the world, and only two people have ever known what it was. Yeah. But both of the, one was uh, our friend Colin, and one was a stranger <laughs> at my school, who was like, hey, nice shirt. Nice. Like, Yes. <laughs> it's such a great feeling, you're right. I think that's I think the the exclusivity of it, Morgan, I think is part of what makes it so special. Because oh, yeah. I, I think it's part of why we became friends is because like yeah. you asked me if I was on Letterboxd. I was like, no one has ever asked me this before. <laughs> like, you know, okay, a fellow, you know, person who was nerdy about movies. Like, got it. Yep. And the, yeah, for me, um, like I love Don Knotts and Tim Conway. I know we mentioned this earlier. Um, like that movie, The Private Eyes, so good. Mm-hmm. Um, but honestly, a lot of people at least nowadays um, don't know. Like a lot of my friends don't know who Don Knotts and Tim Conway are. Even though in my family, we all we all love Don Knotts. I don't it's, know who that is. <laughs> you gotta watch. Uh, from the Andy Griffith Show. Yeah. Oh, yeah. sure. Don Knotts and Tim Conway, they're, they're, in my opinion, the best comedic duo to ever be in a movie together. Mm-hmm. But that's, that's my hot take. Um, but, but... It's a family favorite for us to watch Don Knotts and Tim Conway and the Apple Dumpling Gang and <laughs> Gus and um, the Private Eyes, all that. And so I never really met anyone, though, who loves Don Knotts until my film teacher this previous year or my video editing teacher at school this previous year. And he was a big Don Knotts fan, so I was able to talk with him about it. And so having that feeling of someone else who's nerdy about the same thing as you um, is just really awesome. So oh, yeah. yeah. So I think that's a pretty good place to wrap for our discussion on on nerdy movies. Uh, what's nerdier than Don Knotts? Um, <laughs> so yeah, uh, I think this was a super cool discussion. Thank you, Asher, very much for coming on. Ooh, do you have thank anything you for you'd, me, uh, yeah. Yeah. Do you have anything you'd like to plug to our to our audience before we get out of here? I mean, my YouTube channel, the official nerdy channel, I do it with my best friend Harrison Panner, and then we have our website too, the official nerdy website. That's officialnerdywebsite.org um, but then we also have the podcast of course and so I think this episode um, hopefully I'll be able to post it on my podcast as well so um, more people can listen to it I think we had some good content today some good talks and then um, I actually have nerdy merch maybe there'll be some no, no, no notes merch soon maybe but, um, <laughs> but you guys can get official nerdy merch it, um, it's pretty comfy pretty high quality so yeah yeah, and we'll throw those links in there if you guys want to Asher does really great stuff you guys should go check them out yeah um, you can also, as of this recording, check us out on YouTube and TikTok Ooh. for the first time. We're going to be there. Look for No Notes. Uh, we're going to be posting our content over there. And just, you know, so please go subscribe, follow, show us some support. Uh, continue following us on Instagram um, or there, No Notes underscore podcast. Uh, and all that stuff is going to be on our Instagram as well. Descriptions of this episode. So please go check us out on all the other social media platforms, all the other video platforms. Um, you know, if you like this, if you like nerdy stuff, there's going to be a lot more nerdy talks on this <laughs> podcast. Feed. Yes, sir. So be sure to stick around and please, yeah, show us your support if you like what we're doing here. 
Or even if you don't like what we're doing here, just support us anyway. We'd appreciate it. <laughs> yep. um, uh, I think that's about it. Again, Ooh. thank you, Asher. Um, yeah. Morgan, any last thoughts? Stay nerdy out there. Well said. All right, guys. We'll see you next time. Thank you. This podcast is Buff Nerd Approved.